0: now listening to the enter vr podcast i'm chris miranda your host and today i'm joined by kent kajitani he is the founder and ceo of Messen ar a uh, creative agency an ar creative agency in japan um uh, kent thanks so much for coming on the show yeah my pleasure awesome so so tell me about Messen. what is meson ar yeah, so uh,
1: we're kind of AL creative agency. So we are making some partnership with some big companies related to commerce and social, and make AI services that are actually used in daily
0: sense. So you're going directly with big businesses, enterprises, and you're and you're chatting, you're talking to them, um, and working with them, building out mm-hmm. services with the ar services specifically yeah. that that yeah 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 serve their needs how did how did yeah, you right. how did you get here like how did this happen <laughs> like what, uh, walk uh, through your journey a bit
1: yeah uh, so let me quickly introduce, introduce my background so mm-hmm. i was working in a fashion tech company in japan for 3 years and working some um, fashion brands. And then I went to um, US and India, learned the design, sub, mainly service design. And I found that there are less innovation in smartphone apps recently. and there are much more uh, opportunity in emerging tech like uh, AI, VL and AI blockchain. And I found that AI is the best fit for me because I can leverage my background as a um, software designer and a growth marketer in AI. AL. And also AI AL would be, have the biggest impact for uh, usual life for most people. So I picked their AI for my uh, industry to dive in.
0: What kind of impact um, I mean, let's go. Let's go really out into the far future before we come back right in and zoom in. Like, let's zoom out yeah. for a second. What? Do, what do you think that impact is? When you When you say the, you know, that AR is going to have a bigger impact on regular life. Um, yes. What does that look like?
1: Yeah. Sure. So, simply, AR will be the main user interface after smartphone and uh, uh, personal computers. So, people are going to tend to start using uh, AI in daily life, not a smartphone anymore. And I found that I think that AI and blockchain IoT is definitely very important, but they work in the back end. So, they're going to uh, track the relationship of the physical world and the digital world, and then they connect to um, different worlds. And then AL would present the information and content for users. So in that sense, I I gonna I wouldn't focus on AL because that's the thing that people perceive
0: as a uh, digital tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and so and so with Messing a r like how mm-hmm. does the process of finding clients you know mm-hmm. and 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 pitching to them look like, especially because a r is still a very early technology and so and so I wonder like what are some of the strategies and what are the challenges that you face when you're trying to find corporate partners
1: yeah, so basically, we don't sell so our- we just publish our knowledge and doing some kind of PL of ourselves. So the first strategy was uh, pretending we are the leader sh- leader of the industry, uh, even before we haven't uh, we have made some AL services. So we collected some AI knowledge and uh, published them online and some companies uh, interested in AI ask, ask ask, for help so that's that's the way we start our work and yeah and now we have worked with some clients so now we can say we are the kind of professional of AI but the first Strategy was kind of pretend. Pretend we're professional.
0: Fake it till you make it. That's a very well-known strategy out here as well. Um, we're yeah. all very familiar with it, um, and, it, and yeah. it, it's it's done because it and it works for a reason. And um, yeah. and so yeah, it's 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 interesting because uh, you you think about um, the potential of this. Is it, is it hard to communicate the potential, or are people open-minded about this, about the potential of AR and your services? Uh,
1: very limited people are very open-minded for AR technologies and possibilities. So we never sell. That's why, because if we sell, <laughs> we talk with some people who are not interested in AR or a kind of skept- having skeptical. So. We just uh, do a kind of PR and blending and just wait and wait till people come, people who is very interested in L AL and also believe in the possibilities of that and that yes, we can only work with that kind of people
0: yeah it's definitely hard to sell and yeah. i and I like yeah. that strategy of like never selling like yeah you just yeah. you just let them come to you wow yeah 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 oh that's yeah that's so it's so fascinating and and so for more like a, going back to more of the zoomed out perspective like um mm-hmm. you you think about the the future of a r and mm-hmm. you sort of extrapolate about you know all the Out here in the U.S., people talk about, you know, AR and VR converging and bringing about a new paradigm of digital information in a new medium that will sort of make the solutions that were available Mm -hmm. to everyone prior to this even more powerful. So, for example, addiction. Do people in Japan Mm -hmm. talk about, like, AR or VR addiction at all? Like, is that a thing? Um, uh,
1: yeah, some people it's talking that, but right now we are not at that point because AL and BL is not that uh, common still mm. yet, so of course there are some discussions, but not that serious in Japan. I found that uh, I was in AWE, uh, which is uh, kind of biggest AL conference in the US. And I found that that kind of discussion is more um,
0: hot in US rather than Japan. Mm. What about yeah. what about because, privacy? Because, what about questions yeah. about privacy in, J- in Japan? Are those are are is well, how does that compare to, for example, the US as well? Oh yeah, privacy is
1: it's very a uh, hot topic in Japan because. Mm. I think that is because we Japanese love technology so much, so we don't we care less about the addictions. Mm-hmm. But, but the privacy is a very. It's a problem. It's also it's a problem for us. So we talk a lot about our privacy, but not the addictions. I think
0: it's a very uh, characteristic of Japan. Is, how do you, as, uh, um, do you, when you, when you, again, it, it's, it's so interesting because you never sell, you said, but like, I'm, one, I, I'm curious, so like, how do you like, um, what do you think is the solution or the, the best way to tackle privacy with AR as a medium?
1: Hmm.
0: Um, one thing is,
1: uh, how to, uh, care one, one way is care how to deal with their, uh, um, common information because AL is naturally use camera and, uh, shoot some bunch of peoples. So uh, we need some kind of, um, uh, special techniques that don't save their uh, people's face in the cloud, just their uh, savings their just their point cloud or not, uh, just the information, not their people's face or personal information. So that kind of technique and uh, uh, yeah, that's a super important to deal with the privacy in using using AR technology.
0: Yeah, one of the big um, counterpoints or or arguments for why privacy protections are important are this vision of advertising becoming very invasive. Let's say in the future when you have your AR glasses and you've basically Mm -hmm. replaced the phone um, yeah. You know, there's there's all these different like short videos on YouTube uh, that sort of prophesize this crazy mm-hmm. future where you're just getting spammed everywhere. Your whole reality is being spammed by advertising. And yeah, I, wonder, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder, what do you, what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what are your, is is advertising in AR yeah. a bad thing, a good thing? How how can it be better? What are your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I see that there are bad things
1: and also good things. Of course, if there are a lot of advertisements in our site, it's a bad thing. But uh, the good thing is the recommendations uh, would improve by using AI technologies. For example, right now, the advertisement is personalized based on what we seen right like uh, on the Amazon we are targeted when we sold their like uh, shoes for example mm-hmm. but after AI technologies their advertisement can know that where we saw about the product not just what we saw for example when we when we when we watch their uh, particular part of their clothes, then their advertisement knows that I'm interested in this part of the product. So they can improve their recommendation by showing their similar product which has their uh, same uh characteristics of the product so thus uh I think that kind of thing is more natural and uh, very helpful for users, so I think they're good things also not only bad things
0: mm-hmm. yeah and yeah it's so. And it's so interesting to see how that pendulum swings wherein we don't know what that threshold is for users where it's like where it's mm-hmm. too much, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It seems like, it, and it seems like, yeah, it seems like you can get away with so much. and um, But I wonder if it's lack of sort of education, information about the mm-hmm. um, potent like how important privacy is and how important yeah. it, it, it doesn't get communicated very much out here like mm-hmm. and so and so people give up their their privacy and their individuality very easily uh, for companies mm-hmm. to be able to monetize and so that's uh, and so yeah it's it's going to be exacerbated with AR advertising so we'll see yeah it will be very yeah easy. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, what are what are the biggest challenges yeah. facing AR in your mind mm-hmm. right now Right
1: now, the biggest challenge is finding the best use cases. I think that would be, that is the biggest challenge because there are three challenges in AI technologies. One is, of course, a device, and the other one is a kind of protocol, like AI cloud or some other basic technologies. And the third one is a use case. The first and the second challenges are focused by many gigantic companies like Magic Leap and Apple, Facebook, Google, and also some other emerging startups. But the use cases, we don't know yet what would be the best use cases for AI technologies. So that would be the biggest challenge to, uh, to make a AL very uh, ubiquitous. So what, so that is why Mesin, uh is focusing on use case, making use case by cooperating with some fashion brands and also another big companies to make a AL services that are actually used and collect the data. What would be the best use case?
0: That is a, that's a really smart thing to do. And yeah, and then, yeah that's because you're 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 really yeah, you're going to the root of the of the issue here of figuring mm-hmm. out those use cases. Yeah, that's that's a really smart yeah. thing to do. Huh.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, one of the things that we made is our AL fashion show, which allows you to use a fashion runway in the store with AL. And build the next season's outfit uh, as if they're actually there and learn the brand philosophy through the runway and performance. And it's actually um, in the service in Japan in the the most luxurious fashion uh, mall called uh, Ginza 6. And now we can collect some people's data, what they react, what they ignore. So that we can take a bunch of uh, learnings from actually doing that. And now we have a better view of what would be the best use case for
0: L. Yeah. And you're able to bring this data back to your clients and you're able to show them, hey, uh, just so you know, we're able to improve your retention, your customer, Yeah, all this, like, and and exactly. and by the way, you you're not able to share these numbers, because <laughs> um, that's uh, probably too. Unfortunately,
1: not. Yeah. I understand. I, I, I understand. I wish to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally. I figured. I tried, but no. Totally understandable. So so this is this is so interesting. I mean, it, and you're, it, because it's yeah yeah it's kind of like you're running a lab, like an AR human yeah, exactly. interaction lab to exactly, to yeah yeah. And, and 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 by doing that, you're like you're going deeper and deeper and deeper into like the human the human behaviors that mm-hmm. sort of surround in yeah that sort of, that sort of surround this this medium and, and respond to what you're you're doing. So it's interesting, yeah. Um, yeah. Are you finding that people in Japan want AR like like when you ask the average person on the street like do they do they want it? Um, or is it Or is this something that they're not even thinking about yet?
1: Um, I don't think people want AI because people didn't want smartphone itself, right? So mm-hmm. people need uh, useful things. So, so they don't care about the technologies. So in that sense, people don't want AI. But after there will be great smart glasses, then people start accepting the technologies because it's more useful. That's that my thing,
0: that's my thought. What are you personally excited about in that future when the yeah. glasses are here? What are, what are you personally envisioning yourself doing every day with AR when the technology is is there? So
1: the most exciting part of AR is that allows us to be more like human, more natural. Because with personal computers and smartphones, we behave like barely unnaturally, right? The media is placed to like So it's very unnatural to watch. And uh, communications, uh, we cannot have a natural conversation with each other because of their smartphones sometimes. But with AI we can behave more naturally like uh, when we talk each other with friends we don't have to look their tiny screen we just see my our friends face. And when we need some information, we can see that besides of their friends, for example, or we can see their information in three dimensional, which is uh, very natural for human beings. So the way I think the biggest beauty of AI is that allows us to become more human those are most exciting things
0: speaking of humans, can you tell me a bit more about the AR community in, in japan mm-hmm. I, I'm very curious to know like what are, what is the, what does that culture look like how, how how do people you know do people cooperate mm-hmm. do people compete yeah. what does that look
1: mm-hmm. like yeah so uh, in japan uh, there uh strong geek culture. So there are a lot of uh, individual developers which are yeah, doing some experiment of new AI expressions. So that's the one interesting point. And the another one is there are some exceptional AI companies which succeed uh, commercializing the AI in Japan. So like uh, one exception is Huddle. Uh, which is an e sports company which using AI technologies and allows users to emit an energy bomb like Kamehameha and fight each other. It's quite popular right now in Japan. And also, they have a branch in some other countries. And there are actually many pro players. So, many, uh, yeah, kind of very interesting market in Japan in terms of AI technologies
0: hado found i i saw you we chatted a while ago and you shared with me hado and i saw it and i was like is this science fiction how is this real real. it was amazing yeah it's real it's so good i it's exactly what i've been wanting almost since i can think that the idea was possible I've, i've been i've been wanting something like this you know this merging of physical body movement and esports and ar and vr like that is that is exactly what i think uh people need to really get more physical and be more engaged so it's super exciting um yeah right are people winning a lot of money do you know if if there's a lot of if if these competitions the esports competitions are people winning much or is it just sort of more amateur competitor kind of level
1: uh it's gradually becoming big. Not not like Fortnite, but it uh Huddle is just started so but every year they are making the competition bigger and bigger. So I think sooner or later they're gonna be hold a big comp- uh, big event, I think.
0: Wow. Hopefully bigger than Fortnite. Because that yeah, would be yeah, amazing. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on pass-through AR? For example, with the Oculus Quest, you use the pass-through cameras to yeah, sort of right. get this overlay of the of the world, right, on, on top of the world. Versus versus see-through AR, where, where things like uh, Magic Leap, Hololens, and Real Glasses, you got this like, you know, this see-through, you know. Lens thing that you that it sort of overlays that the image on top of, and so I'm curious, what are your thoughts? Like, is are it does, does it even matter which one is better or which one do you uh, which one you prefer? But uh, yeah, I'm curious because I, I, I um, I'm very yeah, I think I think pass through AR with with Oculus Quest cameras is a lot of potential that isn't being explored, Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was I was skeptical about Pastel Ale, but it was changed uh, after experiencing their Bio X One x One as a W.
0: Have you experienced that? No. What is this thing? Now now I got to look it up. This sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, it's a it's from Finnish company called Vial. Oh, and the Vario. Oh, yeah, the Vario was
0: nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Human yeah, eye resolution headset.
1: headset. Yep. Yeah, human eye resolution. And they make a new prototype using pass-through technology and uh, let users experience VR and uh, AL others in the set with the same device. Oh, nice. Yeah, and the resolution was perfect. Uh, it was actually human eye resolutions and their FLB uh, field of view is much wider than their uh, normal air glasses. Mm-hmm. So I think the pass-through um, like, uh, air glass is used for professional use, like uh, designing car or uh, making designing the house because they need a uh, great level of uh, resolution and need a much wider view. But uh, for daily uses and for you, most people, they need a, like a magic leap or an real way, the, the normal way of glass. I think so. there will be a tool mainstreams based on their daily use or commercial use.
0: Yeah. It could be that. It could be that. Yeah. Or it could be Blu-ray versus HD DVD all over again. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. or maybe that. You know, I think I think you're right. I think um because they're so they're so mu- they're so different in that in that the see-through AR, I I think I would gamble will never mm-hmm. ever have the FOV that pass-through yeah. AR has but pass-through yeah. AR will never have this sort of like uh, lightweight form factor that the see-through mm-hmm. AR can do unless we have some sort of revolution in hardware <laughs> I, I can't yeah. I, I can't imagine pass-through AR being you know really, really like small small enough to you know be mass have mass ado- adoption yeah. Um, yeah or maybe you gotta dream a little bigger who knows Um so yeah, it's yeah it's interesting. I, I'm 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 very hopeful for the for the possibility and the potential of these of this industry. Um, is and so and so I'm curious: is the people care much about what Apple is doing with AR over there in Japan? Because out here, yeah, everybody's like the moment Apple does the glasses or the moment Apple. Does X, Y, and Z, like it's it's it almost Mm -hmm. feels like people, you know, get this I mean obviously AR kit is a big big deal, but yeah yeah, I'm curious, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, so we Japanese cares Apple very much because they are very good at assessing the market situations. They dive in the market that actually the market is ready to open up. Like, like the smartphones and tablets and their uh, ear uh, pods so the, the time that apple dive in the market it's a good sign that the market is starting out it's not because apples release their product but also they Judge that the market is ready to start. So we are very much care about Apple's movement
0: mm.
1: Even more than Google Even more than Google. Yeah, uh. Google is Google would great work in their recognition and their AL cloud so much like uh, software areas we expect that But in terms of the hardware we very much care about
0: Apple. Yeah, it's I, they're so big. They're so big, and they're I yeah. I would say that ARKit is the best um, mm-hmm. SDK for AR development right now. Yeah, it, like yeah, it's just yeah. um, ARCore is getting there. The ARKit three, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but the problem with uh, yeah, there's so many problems with well, there's a few problems here. I, I mean, Android is not as straightforward as iOS when it comes to the yeah. development. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah It's interesting. I, I, I uh, Yeah. Very interesting. I have a question. Mm-hmm. I have a couple more questions for you and then we'll yeah. bring things to a close. Sure. What sure. advice do you have for people who are new to the industry and want to be involved, want to form, mm-hmm. want to start a career, you know, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to them? Yeah,
1: sure. Um, I have uh, two advice. One is uh, learn the history of AI. Because AI is not a new technology. It has uh, more than 10 10 years history, right? And there are a lot of failures and uh, some success stories. So the first thing you should do is learn the history of AI. What was successful, what was failure, and what you can do right now. That's that one. That is the one uh, advice. And another one is study the, learn the, learn the uh, architect because L is a special experience design, and it need more knowledge, much more than the usual smartphone website design, right? You need a. You need to deal with their special experience, so you have to learn their architect, be, because uh, they deal their. They have dealt their special experience so long, much much before their AI technology emerged. So that's the second advice.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah, you're. Ma- that makes total sense. Architects, by default, have to think of everything they have to do in 3D, volumetrically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Very good. Thank you, Ken, for that one. So bringing things to the close, I'm going to have one last question for you. And yep. this question is a tradition on the podcast that I've been doing for a little while. And, okay. and so the context is this. The context is... I've been the, the 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 reason why I started this podcast was because I asked myself in the beginning, I was like, wow, what are people going to think about the people who were in the middle of this in the beginning? What were they going to 20 years from now? What are they what are they going to think? What are they going to wonder? They're going to they're all going to wonder like the people in 2013, the people in 2014, the 20 people in 2019, all all those people who were there in the at the front line. And so, and so this is what, this, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, um, I've been doing the, the, the podcast. Uh, the goal is we're going to do it for 25 years. We have mm-hmm. six years down, 19 more to go. And what's going to mm-hmm. happen is I would like you to send a message to yourself. But a okay. message to yourself in the year 2039. Mm-hmm. 2039.
1: So, 2039.
0: Yes. Okay. So in 2039, you're going to get an email from me. And it's gonna say, okay. "Hey Kent, here's the message you sent yourself back oh, in 2019." Yeah. Okay. Because you're gonna because and and it's and it's in that way we're gonna answer that question. What were you thinking? <laughs> so, so I'm gonna answer. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's pr- let's prepare. Let like, give you a second to think. And uh and and okay. and yeah, whenever you're ready, please send yourself a message to yourself in the future. Okay.
1: Okay. Um. Oh, that's a very interesting question. Okay, I'm going to say like this. Uh, I'm going to say, you see, there, the change of 20 years was massive, but, you know, the next 20 Years change will be more massive, so be prepared for
0: that. Kent, with that being yeah. said, I've conclusively concluded. Unless you have something else you want to share, unless there's anything else.
1: Yeah. So I want to share that yeah. it was a great talking with you, and it was a great opportunity to talk with the future of AI, and I'm very excited about that. And. AL needs more crews and guys uh, to make it actually happen. So let's work together to make a future.
0: I'm with you, brother. And with that being said, I've conclusively concluded that you, sir, are a true scholar and gentleman of the metaverse. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm so excited I got, you, I got to chat with you. Um, how can people stay in touch? And how can people follow all the cool things you're doing these days? Uh, The best way is following
1: me on Twitter. The Twitter name is Kaji Kent, so K-A-J-I-K-E-N-T. So you can find that on Twitter and feel free to uh, send a message to me.
0: Perfect. I'll be sure to add those links in the show notes. Um, Kent, thanks again. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, my pleasure. It was great talking with you.